Welcome, one and all, episode 15 of Where's My Hat podcast. Our guest today is Logan Holcomb, a Fort Wayne stand-up comic. You can follow him on Instagram at Comedy. He's gay, single, what else do I know about him? Oh, he's an exterminator. So if you have any pests in your house, give him a call. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Welcome to Where's My Hat. I'm your host, Stacy Stark, and joining me is my other host, Chris Case K Bang, who <laughs> can't remember what she likes to be called. Uh, and also, who are you? My name is Logan Holcomb. Hello. And what? Uh, what's your deal? I'm a comedian. And what else? A man? Hell yeah. Welcome. All right. A gay man? I don't I don't know what else you, you mean, like an exterminator or something? <laughs> I love that. Uh yeah, just any like whatever you think people might want to know about you. Hmm. What? what would you want on your dating profile? Like that's a good question. Um so like on Grinder, I just have that I'm a stand-up comedian. Do you have pictures of you doing stand-up? Yeah. Do you really? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it? Well, it, like I have regular pictures of just me, but I have a couple pictures of me doing stand-up, yeah. So. Do you have pictures of yourself in your exterminator outfit? God, no. No, people don't want to see that. When I tried to perform in my exterminator outfit, I totally bombed, so people don't, people don't respond well to my exterminator uniform. Hmm. How many times have you done it in your exterminator uniform? Comedy, that is. Uh, just one time. It was because I had to leave straight from work and go meet Liz for the part-time job at Summit City. So I didn't have time to go home and change. And I think I had to close that night. So it was just, yeah, it was just awful from beginning to end. So, Have you ever had sex in your exterminator outfit? Uh, yes, I have. So how did that go? Um, <clears throat> hopefully my bosses don't listen to this, but uh, so I, I'm an exterminator. I drive a service truck around, so <laughs> I kind of just make my own schedule and stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, there have been times where I've had like an hour or two gap in my day and I just hop on grinder and sometimes it happens and, you know, so I just go over there in my work uniform in my truck and, you know, just kind of get it done. So with um, okay so these are like random people that you meet on grinder and then you're like okay i'll come over and just have sex with you yeah, yeah. Are, are you ever worried about like stds or anything well i mean we use protection of course but um okay. not really i don't know hmm. i mean i get tested all the time but like I, I don't really worry about it that much so is that too personal i'm sorry i don't know just no it's not personal it's just like like obviously I worry about it, but I don't know. Guys are usually pretty upfront if they're like if they have something or whatever. So like I I guess I never like really ask, but 
I don't know. I just feel like they would tell me if they had something. So I've never, the only time that I ever had an STD was like I was 19. So that what was, was it? Uh, it was syphilis. Yeah. Oh, goodness. You had syphilis. How do you know you had syphilis? So uh, I hooked up with a guy, kind of a close friend of mine. And like, like two weeks later, he texted me and he's like, hey, I have syphilis. You need to go to the doctor. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And so I went to the doctor um and they took blood and they just like gave me the penicillin shot right there um and they never called me to say to tell me if i had it or not so i never figured out from that moment if i had it but like i guess if you have syphilis for the rest of your life if they do certain blood work it'll like react to a syphilis test and so i've had that reaction before Mm. so i guess i i found out like years later that i really did have syphilis so but a penicillin shot clears that up right away. So, hmm. sorry, I have a dry mouth. Oh no! Yeah, that's how uh, Al Capone died was from syphilis. Well, I I feel like syphilis was different back in the day. Like, have you guys ever heard that that it was a different type of syphilis that we than we have today? No. I have no clue. I feel like I I don't know if I read that or heard that somewhere, but like. Back in the day when pirates used to get syphilis, they would like go blind and go crazy and just have all this weird shit happen to them. But like nowadays, the syphilis that we have is not the same variant or strand or whatever. And it's Mm -hmm. not as serious if you get it. I mean, it's still serious if you get it, but Mm -hmm. like it's not like going to make you go crazy or anything. I don't know. Maybe I just like made that up in my head. I don't know. I I I don't know. I guess I just thought that um, like because we are so advanced like medically that it's like people normally catch it quicker uh, like you know that they have it and treat it so then it's not as bad that's true yeah i guess maybe it does affect you the same way if it like goes on for years and years and years and years but it doesn't really happen anymore so i mean who knows who's to say not me but yeah that was the one and only time I had a STD, but like I said, I don't really worry about it now. So I and I've been lucky this whole time. So yeah, definitely. Like I feel like I don't know. I feel like gay men have a lot of sex. I think that's just like a norm. I don't mean to stereotype gay men, but I feel like that goes hand in hand. We do definitely. Like that's just part of the whole culture or community is sex. So. Um, yeah, we have a lot of sex. I can't help it. It's, we're men, we're horny, you know, and when you're dealing with other gay men, it's just, I don't know, easier than what it would be that if you're dealing with a woman or something. So it's just, it just happens a lot easier and more frequently. And so it's, yeah. (laughs) So lucky. So lucky. I mean, it could be kind of annoying when you're on Grindr trying to like find a date and stuff like that and mm-hmm. people just want sex and it's like okay come on now but i don't know i just i don't know i go back and forth with it you know wanting sex or wanting a, a date or whatever but but if you wanted a, to date when you get on like a different dating app true i am on tinder and like hinge and eHarmony and stuff like that but um there's like like other gay men don't join those sites. So it's like matching me with people in Kalamazoo, Michigan and stuff like mm. that. And that's not going to work out obviously. So I just kind of stick to grinder and 
just hope for the best. But you know. is there a lot of gay men in Fort Wayne? I would say so. Yeah, I know a lot. No, it's a pretty big community. The problem is it just doesn't change that much. So, like when I came out at fifteen, um, I met some gay people just kind of like through friends and stuff like that. And then going out to the bars, I met a whole other group of gay men, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of been the same people, you know, in Fort Wayne for the past. 10, yeah, all the all years. the gay men that I know are all the same ones that I know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like they don't move away or whatever, and other gay men don't move here. It's just new gay men pop up because they're 18 or 19 or whatever, and, and that's, I'm not going to date an 18-year-old. I'm 31, so. What's the youngest you would ever date, Stacey? Um, I mean, I guess, like, I kind of don't really want to look into dating anyone younger than 25, but I guess if like I met someone that I really liked that was younger than twenty five, and they didn't like annoy the shit out of me, then I'd be open to it. Yeah. What about you, Logan? What's the youngest? Dating. Hmm. I would say like twenty seven or twenty eight. How old are you? I'm thirty one. Okay. So, like, I don't know. It's just like a maturity thing. Yeah, that's why I chose 25. Like, that's as low as I would go. Yeah. It's not yeah. this. It's about the same age gap because you're 29. So, like, it's like a three-year difference. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, what about you? The youngest mm. for dating? Um, I'm okay with 21. Like, I'm okay with that. The only thing is, I I don't, it's got to be like a mature 21-year-old and like an understanding 21-year-old because I'm I'm 31, so it's, and I got stuff going on, so I can't be like dealing with 21-year-old stuff, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. why don't you want to go out with me tonight? Oh, it's because I am tired and old. I Mm -hmm. can't right now, you know what I mean? So, Mm mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm a very busy person, so dating's really hard for me. Um, so, as long as they're understanding, that's all that matters. I feel like that was really pointed. <laughs> Not in the slightest. I'm sitting here and I just see these looks. You're, you two are trading with each other and it's awkward. Yeah, if it's not awkward, it's not our relationship. So Or, or our podcast. Or our podcast. Um, Logan. Yes. When did you start doing stand-up? Um, <clears throat> about three years ago, uh, I went out to... I went to see Hannibal Burris. I think it was about three years ago. Um, he came to town, and it was just like one of those things where I watched him, and I just knew, like... I mean, I wanted to do it since I was like a kid or whatever, but when I saw him, I'm like, I have to figure this out. I have to find somewhere to do this. And... That was at the Tiger Room uh, at Welch's Ale House. And so after that show, I went on their website and looked at their calendar. And I saw that they had an open mic night like two weeks later. And that was my first time. And I met Alex and Cameron there. And they told me about Wrigley. And then it was about a month after that that I started going to Wrigley. And I just never, never stopped doing it. So about three years in. But with COVID and going to rehab and everything... 
I'd say like my time is really like a year, a year and a half, but so. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine starting out and then COVID hit like that would be so problematic. It was, it was annoying because like I just got started and I really love to do it. And then everything shut down. It's like, you can't do it for six months. Mm -hmm. So it was really a bummer, but yeah. How was like, how were the rooms? when it started back up was it really like shaky or did it come out strong i think it was good to just do it yeah Yeah. like i don't think we really noticed or cared at the beginning yeah that's uh, that's how i feel anyway i feel like the first show like back from covid we had a lot of audience members because everybody was just cooped up inside for so long Mm -hmm. um but after that i can't really remember like she said i mean it was just we were so excited to get back to it, so we weren't. Mm-hmm. We didn't really care about the audience or numbers or anything like that. We were just happy to get back up on stage. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be nuts, man. Like, I get annoyed that I only have nine minutes a week in Fort Wayne. You know, slow yeah. to like have no minutes for six months and just be cooped up. It was it was hard, but luckily I had just started, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like that big of a deal to me. But I don't know. Yeah. It, it was I think it affected everybody else a little bit more because they were years into it and were so used to performing every week and shit like that and wait can I curse on this yeah okay I wasn't sure so yeah there's been cursing like we say fuck marry kill we don't say sleep with marry and kill you know okay so, I got you um yeah and then the livelihoods the people who like you know rely on comedy to make a living and stuff like i imagine that would be very detrimental for those people also yeah i think a lot of podcasts started happening that's true i feel like a lot a lot of new podcasts started in that like environment of we can't go out we can't perform so just stay at home and start a podcast and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's nuts man it's a good idea though podcasts really did help out. I feel like helped out a lot of people who were cooped up in their homes at that time. Cause there's like somebody like those people, especially who they lived alone or whatever and they could not go out. Like mm-hmm. wasn't there like a state of emergency at one point or something th- along those lines? Kind of. Yeah. Like a stay at home order. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, like they really didn't want you to go anywhere unless you really had to. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine like being like an elderly person at home or like, you know, especially the elderly, because a lot of people didn't visit the elderly that often as that time because of how COVID affected the elderly the most, you know? So I would imagine podcasts helped those people so you can, like, listen to someone else other than your own thoughts for a minute. Right, yeah. It probably saved a lot of lives, you know? Yeah. People wanting to off themselves and, you know, listening yeah. to a podcast probably helped them, so. Definitely. I personally had a very, uh, I don't, I don't know the word for it, active um, life during lockdown. Like, I mean, I yeah, like I was just at my house, but like I was living with three other people, right? And we had a bunch of animals, and like I got a routine down pretty easily, and I had a lot of fun. I did not mind just staying there, yeah. you know. I feel like my life didn't change that much outside of not doing stand-up. I still had to work as an exterminator, so I was still 
going outside and going to customers' houses and driving around, and it didn't really affect me that much. But that was that was so long ago. It I don't know. It just feels like another life ago, but yeah. it really wasn't. It was only a, a few years ago. So yeah, it's just like history now. You know. That's true. It technically is history. Like we're pretty much past it. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. I got pregnant during COVID. Really? Ooh. Yeah. That must have been fun. Um. So I was really hormonal, and like, like a huge fear of mine was to, while I was pregnant, get COVID, because I was so worried about my immune system not being like at the height of it's supposed to be, and then like I just like be in a coma while I'd give birth or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I was super bitchy to everyone around me just so, like, they would stay away from me so I wouldn't get COVID and stuff. Like, I was just super vigilant of, like, being hygienic, washing my hands, keeping a mask on, yelling at people if they didn't have a mask, telling them I don't even care what your idea about masks are. I want to, if you're around me, I'm pregnant. Don't put me at risk. I've sweared at people because they were touching my things. Like, it was nuts. I was a really mean pregnant woman. But, um, yeah, that was a little scary uh, for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't get COVID until after I had my son, so. Well, that's good, at least. Yeah. Was it, did you get, like, COVID really bad? Yeah, it was, uh, I, I legitimately almost died. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Did you have to go to the hospital? Yeah, yeah. It was actually around this time. Like, I got COVID um, for my son's first Christmas. Um, I had a, I had it for a fever for a week and it wasn't letting up. In fact, it was getting worse. Like ibuprofen and Tylenol was no longer, um, subduing the fever or breaking the fever. So I was just having a fever. It was just less of one when I had ibuprofen and Tylenol. And then like when I didn't have it or it would wear off, my fever would get higher. So it'd be, it got up to like 102 Mm -hmm. by day eight, I think. I was like, I, I need to go to the hospital. This isn't working. Something's yeah. got to give. This is only going to get worse. So I went to the hospital. They gave me monoclonal antibodies, something along those lines. It started with an M. And uh, my uh, my oxygen levels really was really low. I think it, the, it was like in the 80s, mid-80s, when it's supposed to be like 98. And they said, if it gets below 82... You need to go to the ER again. But they sent me home at like 85 or whatever. And then that very night, it dropped down to like 81. And, you know, I was texting my mom, who's a nurse. And she's like, yeah, you should probably go to the ER again. And then I drove to the ER. um, And it dropped down to like, I want to say it was like 72 or whatever. It was really, really low. I was blue. Like my lips and fingertips were blue and the uh, charge nurse or the nurse that the intake nurse was yelling at me telling me I should never have drove myself to the ER. And then, um, yeah, I was in the hospital for like four days after that. Wow. So. Yeah, um, that's pretty serious. When I had COVID, like it, I had it for like a day. I think I was sick for a day and Mm. that was it. Wow. So it wasn't that. I mean, my fever was 103, but Mm. I took some Tylenol and went home and went to bed. And then like 12 hours later, I was like, fine. So. That sucks. Damn, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel nice, but it was. It didn't. It wasn't that. That's scary. 
Man, I'm jealous. And now what I was really upset about the most when I had it was like I wasn't hungry and when I did eat, everything tasted awful. Yeah. 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 That was the worst. Like I love food. Like how do you how dare you take that away from me? Right. Cuz I wasn't going to smoke cigarettes. I wasn't going to smoke weed cuz I don't want to take anything away from trying to breathe, you know? Mm. Um and like I wasn't going to drink because I didn't want my fever to go higher. So the only thing I had as a crutch to deal with the fact that I'm dying was food. And I couldn't even enjoy that. That was right. the worst. So Yeah, that sucks. Did you try marinara sauce? That was the worst for me. No, I had macaroni and cheese. Like I made like gourmet macaroni and cheese. And it was awful. Like the texture was weird. Um, putting salt on it made it worse. Like it was awful. Yeah, I feel like for me, I can only taste sweet and salty, which, like, after experiencing that, like, I'm way more aware of, like, all the different flavors that go into each kind of food mm -hmm. than just sweet and salty, because if you can only taste those two, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. You said you had uh, taste problems also. I think I did. I think it was like along your lines, like everything just tasted bad. Like I could still taste everything. It was just like everything just tasted awful. And mm. that lasted for, I think, maybe a week or so. And then it finally got better. But every now and then, like it comes back up, like I'll just have days where things just taste terrible. Mm. And so I constantly think like I caught COVID again, but I'll take the test and it's always negative. So I don't know if that's just like a sign of long COVID or Probably. what it is, but... Yeah, I found out like a couple weeks ago that I'm a super taster. So taking that away or making everything taste awful makes it like 10 times worse. What's a super mm. taster? I don't really know. Like, I guess it's just someone that tastes more better than <laughs> what other people taste. Like my roommate, she bought this like little test kit that are like slips of paper and you like stick it in your mouth, and if it tastes bitter, that means you're a super taster, and if it just tastes like paper, then you're just like everyone else, your regular taste. Um, and it was like that. super bitter to me, but everyone else was like, no, it just tastes like paper. So, Do you know where she got them? I don't. Does she have more? We have a ton of them, because mm. she thought she ordered like a whole kit of like different things to test for, but she ordered like 10 vials of these like super taster kits, so nice. we we honestly have a ton of them, so I can bring them to you if, if you're interested in tasting to see if you're a super taster. Yeah, I would like to try that. Yeah. I would love to also. That'd be cool. Have you ever... My, uh, my ex tried this once um, because she's a raging homosexual. Um, she wanted to see if she could affect a pregnancy test differently because of her hormones. Yeah. Have you ever tried peeing on a pregnancy test to see if you're pregnant? No. <laughs> Why would I do that? That's that's crazy. Well, maybe it's just the hormones that run through your body. I don't know. They were just doing weird stuff. They didn't have a lot going on in that part of Michigan. Wait, did she live like in a small town in Michigan or something? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So they tried doing that and then they tried doing other things. I can't think. It was like the size of your hand and um, different rings around your penis. I don't know. It was all weird. To but, see if you're pregnant? No, just to see, like, what are the differences in, the, like, what's the physical differences in people who are homosexual versus heterosexual? And that I was feel like that's just, like, genetics. Like, just everyone's different? I, something? you know what? 
I just wanted to, I found that fascinating and I didn't know if other homosexual people did that also. Can no, I've done pregnancy tests. Yeah. Cause it's prednisone that enacts that part of the slip of the, um, pee stick that lets you know that you're pregnant. So I don't understand how that came about, but did it show that she was pregnant? No. Cause I mean, I'm gay and I've definitely, uh, taken one or two pregnancy tests and they've been negative so i feel like that's just a small town thing like they had nothing going on so they were just sitting around like what can we do for entertainment so because i that's never crossed my mind to pee on a pregnancy test as a gay man so i can't say that i've ever done that how would you feel if you did and it said you were pregnant obviously it's wrong i mean i can't be pregnant i mean you don't know that for sure I'm pretty confident. I don't think How that many people happen. have tried to impregnate you. I mean, there have been a couple of guys that have tried to, but uh, didn't work so well. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying you could have like a secret uterus that connects to your asshole and you don't even know about it. True. I don't think I, I've ever had like a full body MRI done. So like I guess cloaca? that could be there. That'd be nuts if you had like a cloaca in your asshole. What's a cloaca? It's, uh, birds have it. It's, uh, the part that, um, differentiates the urethra from, like, the part where they lay the eggs. Mm-hmm. Cloaca. What, not, what did I say? I don't know. Anyways, but, like, mammals don't typically have it. Well, maybe, like, dolphins, but, hmm. Or different orca. Gonna say that I don't have that. Pretty confident. That'd be nuts. Yeah. You'd be a scientific um, anomaly for sure. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want to sell my body to science when I die. You don't? God, no. What do I you want to do with it? You know, I don't know. I thought about like, I think the thing that I want to do with my body when I die is to have it like cremated and put in the like the root system of a tree so you can plant a tree and it's like my ashes are in there. I think that would be my preferable way to dispose of my body. What about you guys? How do you guys want to go out? You first, Stacy. Well, I was just thinking I'm an organ donor, but honestly, that should like really come with like a warning label because <laughs> I don't know how viable my organs are. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're in me now and I don't feel that great. Um, but uh, I don't I don't really know if I care that much. I guess I. It'd be cool to be a tree, but I don't... <sighs> just haven't thought about it that much, so... I, f- I feel like it's probably more important to other people, like, in my family than it is to me, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know either. Like, I don't really, like, care... It'd be kind of cool if you did something cool with it, like a weekend at Bernie's type thing for <laughs> a couple days. Like, do some pranks with yeah. my discarded body. But, like, I don't know. I had one ex tell me that they'd want me to taxidermied just so they could have me forever and stuff. That's super creepy. I know. It was a match made in heaven at the time. And um, I think that would be cool if you, like, had me standing upright and, like, just when you have people over, if you have, like, the same people over, just have me move around periodically and then play pranks on them like that. 
if I walked into a house and I saw that, like I'm never going back to that house ever. I'm never talking to you, never going back there. Like that is some serial killer shit. I think that would be great. I think that would be fun. Just dress me up, you know, treat me like a doll. No, that's super, super creepy. Um, I'm also pretty sure it's probably illegal unless you like sign some documents before you die. Yeah, probably. And even then, I don't know if that's, I don't know. I mean, how long could you keep though? Because like your skin is an organ, so that would have to like go eventually. I wouldn't mad. I would imagine it'd be the same as taxiderming any other animal. Like you just leather mm-hmm. my skin, hmm. put glass in my, you know, where my eye sockets are. So any organic material can be um, preserved and whatever isn't, you can remove. But I don't know. I don't know much about about taxidermy. I just just think it would be cool to play pranks with people. But other than that, like, I mean, it would be also cool if, like, my body would be of some use. So, like, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't object to, like, being animal feed. I feel something. like you've okay. told me that before. Yeah, I wouldn't be objective. I wouldn't object to that at all. Like if I was like feeding some carnivores at the zoo or whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're supposed to eat humans though. No, I think once they taste human flesh, they want more. Yeah, I would imagine. So, yeah, I've never, I've never thought about that. Like, like dying, you know. I'm an organ donor, but the rest of my body, I want to go to lions at the zoo. I, yeah, I don't know. That's or just... tigers or bears. Yeah, I, wolves, I, yeah. You know, the dingoes. You know, they need something, something new. They probably were tired of kibble or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I heard a story about a guy who, like, he either like wanted to die or like he was dying, and he had this friend who was a cannibal, so he let his friend eat him but like it was like part of it was while he was still alive i don't know oh oh and i think he also ate part of himself as well but also i i heard that like the the cooking recipes that they used like some of them were really bad so like they really regretted it i could see that like how do you come up with a recipe for human flesh or meat if you've i don't know I don't know how I feel about cannibalism. Like, that's a fetish thing. That's like keeping my feet after I die. Not because it's a lucky rabbit's foot, but because you have, like, a foot fetish or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm into that. I think I'd rather have my remains used for necessity more Mm. than, like, for your own indulgence. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I am an organ donor, so, like, if you wanted to use my organs for, like, life-saving situations... By all means, but don't use my donated organs to eat. There's plenty of food around. <laughs> I love how you True, said. yeah. I don't know. That was just really funny. So, I won't eat you. No, thank you. Likewise. Good. Yeah. Cool. Um, are you a vegetarian? God, no. Ugh, no. I like meat. I mean, I like vegetables too, but no, I need meat in my diet. Like... I just feel like I would be so hungry all the time if I just ate, like, I don't know, vegetables and stuff. Vegetables and fruit. Like, I couldn't. I, it's like you crave meat at certain times. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long I could go in life, like, craving meat before I would just sum- succumb to it. So right. there would be no way that I could be a vegetarian or a vegan or anything like that. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I think vegan is very extreme for me. But I do know like I think dairy is probably problematic. Like I feel like I'm That's what they say. Like so many people say that when they quit eating dairy, quit eating cheese, like they felt better. Yeah. But cheese is just so delicious. How do you go yeah. without cheese? I and like who am I as an American if I don't eat cheese on top of everything? Exactly. Like it's so unpatriotic if I didn't eat cheese. Honestly, especially American cheese. American cheese goes so well with a cheeseburger. It's it's not even funny. Like I feel like Swiss goes better with a cheeseburger than American cheese, but I don't know. I'm going to need you to leave, Logan. I knew you that, that would upset Jesus you. Christ. I don't know why I knew that. I just I felt it. Yeah, I felt I it coming. I don't like differences of opinion. No, I, I, I think Swiss is a good uh, option, especially with like mushrooms and um, yeah. maybe a little bit of blue cheese at the bottom. Yeah, no. Oh, not a blue cheese fan? No, God, no. It tastes like, like mold or something. Like I can't, whenever I eat blue cheese, it just feels like I'm poisoning myself. So I can't get over, can't get over that. It is pretty nasty, but I love it. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you have it like with chicken wings and stuff? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah or just like anything. No, not me. Can't do it. Okay. What kind of weird cheeses are you into, if you're into any weird cheeses? I don't think I'm, like, into any weird cheeses. Um, Swiss is weird. I don't think it's that weird. I like Gouda, uh, Swiss. Uh, goat cheese is really good. It's really tangy and, uh, uh, you know, uh, I can't think of any other cheeses right now, but... Well, we have a charcuterie board. No, we don't have a charcuterie board. But if I did, I would remember to get goat cheese for sure. I appreciate that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. If you thought of yourself as any kind of animal, what kind of animal do you think you would be? So everyone says that I'm a meerkat. Like, I look like a meerkat. So I don't know why. Okay. So I guess I would just go with meerkat. Have you seen a meerkat? Yeah, they have them at the zoo. Yeah. They're like really tiny, but I don't know. I guess when they stand up and look around, I guess it looks like me. So, I have you ever that. exterminated a meerkat? No. Yeah, thank you. No, they're not. They're not native to Indiana, so I wouldn't have to do. And that would be like wildlife. I I mainly do bugs. So okay, nothing like. I mean, I'll do mice and rats, but nothing like raccoons or squirrels or chipmunks or anything like that. So. I'm so glad you're here now that I think about it. We have a mouse. Yeah, I just saw it last night. It was crazy. Okay. Um, I mean, don't we'll talk about it later. But, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, the I think we'll talk about it later. Okay. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. That's I'm always like the savior when people have mice or rats in their house. They're like, Oh my gosh, you can help us. I'm like, yeah, I can try. Mice are hard, but yeah, I can try. I mean, I have a flipping cat and she's just like, Hey, we're best buds. I'm gonna feed it some of my cat kibble. And we're gonna hang out and whatnot. Like, I don't. Yeah, some cats are like that. They're really like hit and miss. I have so many customers that have mice and have cats, and they're like, the cats don't do anything. But then I have other customers where they have like one cat and zero mice because the cat is like a lion, and it just kills everything around the house. So. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Your cat kills mice. I found a mouse, a dead mouse, on your floor right over there a couple weeks ago couple weeks ago well, maybe like a couple of months ago i don't know when it was but i'm just saying like you're not representing your cat accurately well 
I feel like it because this mouse has been here for a couple weeks. Maybe that one in particular. Yeah, this one in particular. And he's getting fat. This is really big. This is a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. Big chonker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So can I ask? Yeah. Uh, where are you two in your relationship? Why does everybody want to know what's going on in our relationship? Because it's interesting. It's gossip. My life is boring. I just want to know. Do you want you want me to talk about it or do you want to talk I'd about it? I'd rather you talk about it. Okay. Um <laughs> Kristen is uh K. Kristen Kay? is K. Okay, K is uh thinking about some stuff. Uh like whatever she wants and uh, I'm just kind of like all right, I guess we just be chilling whatever happens happens for the time being, but eventually you know Something's gonna happen, one way or the other. So yeah. would you say that you two are together? Ish, ish. Yeah, we. I would say that we're together. Ish. I just have some stuff. Like I really don't have time for a relationship. Okay. Truth be told, like I work yeah. out fifty hours a week. I'm really trying my damnedest to get a career in comedy started up. And, you know, I have a podcast and I have a, a son that I really need to be present for. So, yeah. you know, with all that, like I have something's got to give. Right. And like that for me would have to be a relationship because all that other stuff really needs to come first for me. Because I have spent so much of my life caring for other people and their needs. Like I'm 31 like I don't I need to really get on my career what I want out of life and not yeah. just live in a soul sucking job day after day after day and have nothing to show for it and nothing to be proud of and nothing for my son to have as like I want I want to be a good example for my son. Mm-hmm. So like comedy my family and my job has to come first before any sort of relationship with right. anybody. So yeah, we just kind of be fucking here and there, but like, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm just kind of like, whatever. And uh, if I decide that I don't like this situation, then I might just, uh, you know, stop doing it. But I mean, that's, that's definitely fair for you. Like, you deserve to be happy in your own way. So whatever you need for you, you should go find and do for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's kind of hard when it's like you're kind of doing the same stuff all the time and like we're around each other a lot and I don't like anyone else. And um, I, you know, I like doing it on you. So why wouldn't I? You know what I mean? Right. Like that. That is a good point. Like, <laughs> like we would break up mm-hmm. and the next day we'd see each other at the club. Yeah. And then like a day after that, we'd be like, I'm going to go because I like to travel. For comedy, I'm like I'm going to Chicago. You want to come with me? And you know why wouldn't you? You know what I yeah. mean? That's like a really fun time, right? And so we'll do that. And then like in that car ride, it's a three hour car ride, and you're like you don't have reception for half of it. Yeah. So what can you do besides talk to each other? Right. And then you end up back together, kind of. And then right. Okay, I got you. Sounds complicated. Mm-hmm. It's but, so complicated. Yeah so complicated 
but it is what it is. It works. It's been working. Mm, I don't know about that. Um, I what I would like is if like you know I was just your girlfriend, but then also like if you wanted like the night to yourself or something, you can like just tell me that. But like she doesn't know how to do that. Hmm. Interesting. Also, I don't like like if I don't want to like hug you right then and there. I I like like to express that, and then you're like mad at me for the rest of the day, and well, then I'm just trying to like. But it's like it's weird though. Deal like, with that. It's like why. Like, why is that such a big deal that you would have such strong feelings in that moment that you, like, don't want to hug me? That doesn't really make sense. It's not that I don't have strong feelings. Like, it's not like I have strong feelings to the opposite. It's that I don't have strong enough feelings to enact it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you? Um, not really. It to just me, feels it's like, like rejection for no good reason. That's what it feels like. I would just hug someone. Like, even if I wasn't into it, I'd just be like, okay, there you go. I suppose I don't feel like hugging sometimes. I don't feel like cuddling sometimes. I don't feel like, I just don't feel it at the moment. That doesn't mean I don't care. It's just like, give me a second. Let me like figure out my surroundings. Let me figure out what I wanna do. Let me talk to the host of the show first before we figure out what our seating arrangements are. Let me just figure some shit out and I'll be happy to cater to your needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My needs come first though, always. For me. They have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah, like me too. Right. So it's just like weird when our needs aren't lining up because, you know, because then it's always yours that come first. For me, for sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, do you want to play two scenarios equal, or I'm sorry, two emotions equal a scenario? Sure. How do you play it? So, um, you just come up with two different emotions. Okay. So, for this example, I'll do elated and melancholy. And then I say that, and I'll go to Stacy and be like, elated and melancholy. What's a scenario where those two emotions would work? This seems hard, <laughs> honestly, but I'll try it, yeah. What uh, what would your definition of melancholy be? Cause I, like, I feel like I know, but I don't know. For me, uh, melancholy would be like, meh. Be like, here nor there. Like, it's not like, depressed but it's not like happy it's like in the middle mm. it's like in my mind it's a monotone of emotion okay that's hard it's like your stand-up style okay you know i guess when i'm doing stand-up and like if like i get like a good laugh or something like I like yeah like I'm elated but I'm also kind of like indifferent you know because yeah. like I'm used to <laughs> I don't know is that I don't know do you think that was a good example that's a good example okay you want to give me a, two emotions and then we'll just throw it back that way I feel like I should do Logan and then Logan should do you I 
I want to give Logan another example before. Yeah, give me another example because that one was kind of wishy-washy. Okay. um, Let's see. Sometimes it's the hardest part is the coming up with the emotions. The emotions. Mm -hmm. Well, you could just pull up a list on Google. There's only so many different emotions. I am going to Google this because... I'm not like, yeah, this is like the part I'm worst at. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's a. Can't even read that. It's a blurry picture. Hmm. What are the 12 human emotions? There's more than 12. Okay. Uh, I just I needed some. All right. How about confused and disappointed? <sighs> confused and disappointed. Um whenever i get off stage because i'm confused why i didn't get enough laughs and i'm disappointed i didn't get enough laughs okay it doesn't have to be stand-up related okay it doesn't i just did that and it's a joke because i always kill so okay except for when i choke which there we go when i choke I'm always confused and disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself, and I'm confused why I choke to begin with. Okay. Okay. Because I always kill. Like. Right, yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. I would say envious and fearful. Envious and fearful. Um, that was kind of hard. Uh. Envious and fearful. Uh, when I see a good comic on stage, like when I saw <laughs> Shane Gillis, I was envious and fearful. Envious because he's so good, and it's like just amazing to see something like that, but fearful because I'm like, will I ever be that funny, you know? Mm. So I didn't mean to make it stand-up related, but that's that was the first thing that came to, came to mind. How many minutes of stand-up do you have? All together? Like, if you could do a show, how long do you think the longest show you could do? That's a good question. I mean, if I pulled everything out of the hat, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes. But that's, like, everything. That's, like, not good jokes, stuff that I abandoned a long time ago, stuff that I'm working on now. I would say probably 20 minutes. I mean... I've only been doing it for three years and I don't really get the opportunity to do like 10 minute spots or 15 minute spots. So just trying to develop four minutes at a time can be quite difficult, but yeah, it's not, it's not much. So what about you, Stacy? What was the question? How many minutes do you think you have? Probably like 40 at the most. How long have you been doing stand up, Stacy? Six years. Okay. I don't think I ever asked you that. 
six years. That's not bad. Didn't you start like in Iowa? Is that where you're from? I started in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm from Nebraska. Iowa. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. I moved to Omaha to do stand up. <laughs> you moved to Omaha, Nebraska to pursue stand up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good, it's I guess. It's a city. Yeah, it's a larger city than where you came from, so. Yeah. I don't see why not, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys want to take a break? Sure. Okay, I, yeah, I would like to have a cigarette and, like, recoup. And we're on a break. Can you say that again into the microphone? That was funny. Get nice and drunk for me. Is that what I said? Say the whole thing again. Get nice and drunk for me. You should do another one. Oh, you should do another shot to get nice and drunk for me. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, I don't feel awkward. I'm just an awkward person, so... I feel so comfortable with you. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Like, well, that's good. I I think it's like I'm not intimidated by you because you're a gay man. <sighs> no, it has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that you're a gay man. So I don't like you. Don't feel like threatened by me. Yeah, or and, anything. And you're not that tall. So like all those things. I'm like six foot. Okay, that's fair. But like, I don't know how to explain this. A tall straight man instantly intimidates me really yeah hmm. that's strange yeah maybe we should dive deeper into that no i f- i, I understand that I, that feeling and then like a very animated funny woman intimidates me hmm. that's uh, i think that's more interesting yeah so i you don't intimidate me at all stacy animated yeah yeah i am funny so I'm not going to buy your bullshit. I just said because you're not animated. Right, but you implied other things. What did I imply? That I'm not funny. No, okay. But point is, <laughs> um, really animated, funny women, like people who could do a lot of physical comedy and are really quick. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck you, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me get some spot time. You know, it's yeah. getting, like get spotlight a little bit. So. I got you. Um, that's just because I'm constantly insecure about everything, so. Well, I know all about insecurity. I'm a gay man. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of our, uh, MO. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. I was going to say, I think probably the reason that uh, tall gay men aren't in, as intimidating as tall straight men is because just the fact that they're gay is very disarming. You mm-hmm. know, it's like. Any threat is instantly taken away. Gay man's not going to like advance on me and I'm going to have to be like, no, and then mm-hmm. have an argument start. True. I get that. Or There's... get, you know, beaten to death and raped. Yeah. 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 Or the very extreme of that. But I don't know how many straight men have hit on me and I'm like, ew, get away from me. And yeah. then they're like really offended. One time. So I've been catcalled a lot in my life because mm-hmm. I used to walk everywhere. And this one dude was like, ow, ow, look at you. And I'm like, ew. He said something about taking me home or whatever. And I'm like, ew, I'm 16. And then he got like mad. And he's like, okay, but your tits say you're 18. So I don't believe you one bit. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? And this has happened to me like of this caliber like mm-hmm. many of times. Granted, he was right. I was 21. But still, <laughs> like, 
How dare you even say that? What if I was 16, you know? Yeah, that's... I don't know why straight men, like, feel that that's okay to do because I've never catcalled another guy before. That would just be... I don't know. I guess it's also because I don't know if the guy is gay, so I don't want to get killed, so I wouldn't do that, you know? Yeah. I um I catcall all the time. Like, I, I feel like it's my right to do that as a woman, to catcall dudes and not care. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like especially construction workers. Because mm-hmm. that was the stereotype of who catcalled women the most yeah. was construction workers. So he, I love catcalling construction workers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. And I also like catcalling police officers. But I'm really scared to do that. Yeah. So I make sure that my son's in the car when I do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he should learn that I'm doing that and that that's okay. You know what I mean? Maybe he just thinks that like mommy's being silly or something. I'm hoping so. that's what he's going to learn. I'm yeah. just going to say that it's just for a joke as he gets older, but it's not like those dudes are the new police officers that are coming out out of the assembly line or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all tatted up. They work out. They've got these like beautiful beards. Like how am I not supposed to ask them to put me in handcuffs and just, <laughs> do what they want with me you know what i mean like yeah i don't understand how you expect me not to act on my impulses a little bit have you ever been arrested before multiple times okay i was gonna say if you've been arrested maybe you would have different feelings but never mind then so you want beardy men to handcuff you and do stuff on you i mean i'm i'm willing to tell them that for sure but do you actually like want that I mean, I'm not like against it, but I, I assume that you know opportunity doesn't arrive for me, so I feel safe doing it. You know what I mean? Like you, like you know, it's not going to actually happen. Right, right. Okay. Because they're at a higher caliber than I am. You know what I mean? So I feel like I can catcall, and they're just going to chuckle, brush it off, no big deal. I'm not going to actually get some police officer's badge number phone number you know what i mean although i have in the past been pulled over and like um they would say do you know how fast you're going and i'll be like i i really don't know my google speedometer said this and they're like oh you're going this fast and i said i'm sorry officer i just saw you behind me and i just got really excited you know and it, it, i did get off with just a warning that works it worked for me Okay. I don't know if it was because I had a car seat in the back. Might have been the car seat, yeah. I, the, I think the car seat just saved me a couple times. But yeah, that, that worked for me once. That's pretty funny. I do what I can. So what if you were to cat call, like, what would you say? How would you do that? Like, What's the, what's the scenario? I don't know, like a construction worker, I guess. Um, typically I go with like, I like a man in a uniform that can work hard. Maybe you could work hard on this. Um, but, like, do you like yell that to them or what? Yeah. That's a, that's a mouthful. Yeah. I feel like a cat call has to be like really short, like, ow, ow, or something like that. I do that. But if like, I'm like at a stoplight and they're right there, I do not care. Like I'm going all out for sure. I could imagine you doing that, but like, it's kind of disturbing too, though. What's disturbing about it? 
Men have been doing that to women for years. What is the Me Too movement if I can't catcall people too? It's all about equality. That's it, what she's saying. Exactly. Right. It's time if women had a little bit of a leg up because we don't have penises. We have to, you know, pee with our leg up, standing up. Right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit drunk now, so I'm kind of just trying to follow. I mean, I could cat call women too, but I feel like I feel like that's inappropriate. Yeah. So you're saying, Stacy, that you wouldn't want a bearded, tatted up police officer to oh, handcuff you? Jesus, get me all excited, Logan. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want that. No, definitely not. Like a beautiful brown-eyed, tan, dark-haired, thick beard. That's the only hair you can see. Just saying. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to put you in handcuffs unless you can make it up to me. You wouldn't get all hot and bothered by that? I'm a lesbian? (laughs) I get that, I guess. What about you, Logan? What do you mean? If that same scenario was presented to you. Well, if that same scenario, like the guy that you described is not like, what I'm into, but if he if he arrested me and he was like, unless you can make up for it, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, okay, I'd blow him probably, yeah, to get out of it. But even I, if it's a misdemeanor, yeah, I don't want to go back to jail. It's, <laughs> it's so awful in there. I yeah, I would do some shit to get out of to get out of that. Yeah, I would do it. Like I mean, it would be great if it was like an attractive lady cop for sure. But like, okay, one time I uh, I was in the hospital. I had a car accident, and like, there wasn't really anything that wrong with me. But I was like, kind of temporarily paralyzed from like, okay, from like my muscles tensing up. Nothing really wrong with me, but I'm temporarily paralyzed. Well, it was right. just like a like a like a muscle thing. Like my muscles didn't work in the moment because like they had all tensed up too hard when I crashed. Yeah, like adrenaline or something. Yeah, um, but there, uh, I guess there was like this male nurse who had to like undress me, and um, and my friend Maddie was was there uh, with me while that was happening, and. Uh, she she said that she was super jealous of me because <laughs> because the apparently the male nurse guy was really attractive yeah but I just you know I I only cared that like he didn't he didn't seem like rapey like that was my only thing <laughs> well that's good but I, I definitely wasn't aroused I was just like uh, I'm uncomfortable with this I guess yeah I get that <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another point too to bring up is like in a vulnerable position, I don't I don't think I care how attractive they are. I'm not going to feel apt to do anything. Like if I'm like temp- like if I was in your situation, like I w- don't care how attractive they are. They're if they're undressing me and be like you know, I-, I got it. Thank you. Like I'll get it when it's when I'm ready, you know. So I Yeah. I imagine that would be very uncomfortable. But he didn't seem rapey, you said. Right. Like, I wasn't uncomfortable. I was just, like, kind of like, oh, this is the situation I'm in, you know. But I didn't, like, notice that he was attractive or anything because, like, I'm not into guys. Yeah. But if it was an attractive lady, it would have been a different situation. Yeah. If I think if I were in that situation, if it was a hot nurse, like, undressing me, 
there would be a problem. Yeah. I would definitely probably get excited. Like, can you not like take my pants off? Like I, I got this, like, this is just, just, just leave. Like Maybe a like, hot male nurse, you mean? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. The, the only time that that's ever happened to me where I had to get undressed was when I had my appendicitis thing, but it was just female nurses handling me. So that situation didn't come up, but if it was a if it was a dude nurse that was like smoking hot, like yeah, I couldn't. I'd have to like do it myself. Like you need to leave. Get get a female here or something. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. What can I say? I'm lonely. I'll take anything that I can <laughs> get. I can't help it. Wait, even a girl or no? Oh God, no. Okay. No. Have you Just ever, checking. You said anything. I have. To, I, I don't. I don't have to ask. And you're more than welcome to not answer. Have you ever been with a girl? Nope. Wow. Have you ever kissed a girl? Uh Uh-uh. So I had a... Alex asked me this the other day. Um, I had a girlfriend when I was in the fifth grade, but it's like you're, what, 10, 11 years old, so it doesn't really matter. Um, But, like, we never kissed or did anything because, you know, we were, like, 10 years old, so... Mm -hmm. But, no, I've never been with a woman or uh, done anything with a woman. It's only been men, so... Have you ever watched uh, porn with women in it? Yeah. Like in my adolescence, you know, like, because for me, I always knew that I was different. I just never had like a term for it. And then when you start going through adolescence and you start, you know, doing the dirty thing and watching porn, uh, I just watched straight porn because I thought that's all there was. But I only focused on the men in the porn. And then, like, I figured out there was gay porn, and I just never went back. So, yeah, that's that's really all my exposure uh, to the female body that I have is that. So, what uh, what scenarios in porn do you like the best? Like, what's like, what's your go-to? Like, styles of porn, or like just like when you search porn, like what's what's your search words? What do you look for? Uh, again if you don't feel comfortable answering no i i can answer it uh so twinks are usually the number one uh and then i would say number two would be group sex there's just something about that that i really there's like a lot going on like if you don't like one thing you can look at a different yeah i mean there's yeah yeah, there's it's just so exciting to have all these other people there Mm -hmm. so i i like watching that so I, i agree yeah, but I think those are the only two things that I really search for. So, and there's so much of both of those categories that I never like run out, and I'm like, oh, what else can I find or whatever. So, it's just those two things. Have you ever like looked for porn and then like you just keep scrolling through videos because you can't find exactly what you want? Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. Like, I have this one website that I go to and just like depending on my mood or whatever, you know, sometimes I'll click on the first video or the first page, but then there are just like other days where I'm like on page 31 and I'm just like, I can't, I can't find anything. Yeah. I I find myself scrolling quite a bit before I choose one. And usually I have to like go back like four pages and be like, Oh, this one looks the best out of all the ones that I've Yeah, it looked interesting, but not interesting enough to like stop there. But you get to a mm-hmm. point where like, fuck it, I'll just go back to that one video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been there before. So Yeah, I've been there also for sure. I feel like everybody's been there. It's like a very common human experience. 
Do you ever like find a video and you're like, yes, this is what I want, but it's like 30 minutes long and you're like, like for me, I get tired of seeing the blowjob stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to skip the first like 10 minutes to find what I'm really looking for in that porno. Yeah. Do you do that or? Yeah. So like usually, well not usually, but like I said, I guess it depends on the mood, but a lot of the times I will just skip to the end of the video where they finish because that's just what I want to see, you know, because like in gay porn, so much of it is a production. Like there's not a lot of amateur stuff unless you go on OnlyFans, but I'm not paying for porn. So right. I don't want to watch the the overly produced stuff because a lot of times it's straight people doing that porn. So right. I can tell like they're not into it and shit like that. So I don't really want to watch them fucking. I just mm. want to watch them finishing and that usually does the job for me. That's the only part I don't like. Really? Yeah, mm. I don't like it either. Hmm. What do you not like about it? The finishing part? like okay so i don't really like well first off like the female orgasm is what i enjoy because like i don't like watching porn believe it or not i prefer listening to it like if there was like an audio version i'd be into it but like i don't really enjoy listening to like i don't like the whole like the dudes like the way the dudes sound when they're getting off isn't that fun for me to listen to versus like the women getting off. And that's like another problem I have when I look for porn is like, there's not a whole lot of women that sound like they enjoy it. It's usually like painful sounding Mm -hmm. or they're like super like um, just fake about it Yeah, typically. So, I mean, there's times when I watch like, women being degraded or whatever if i'm in the mood for that but like that's very rare usually i want like an enjoyment sound to it i guess i typically watch straight porn really yeah um and uh i don't like the the end because the usually the guy uh on the face yeah like he comes somewhere yeah and i don't want to see that I get, but you're a lesbian, so I I get that part. I don't mind a decent cream pie every once in a while, but like Ew. a face shot is really gross to me. Um, what's a cream pie? What does that mean? Where it's in the vagina. Okay, but do you like see the, like the very end? She'll like push it out or whatever, and that's gross. Okay, as long as yeah. But like a sensual heterosexual experience is fun to watch. Um, I disagree. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't like lesbian porn either. In fact, I prefer gay porn over lesbian porn. Really? Yeah, same. Yeah. Lesbian porn just isn't that interesting. It's not. What do they do in lesbian porn? The same stuff they do in regular. Like they'll do like other stuff. Like they'll add like you know double enders and like scissoring and stuff like that for performance arts purposes. But typically, it's like very like. You're pandering to a male audience. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, it doesn't feel right in a way. I think I get you. Yeah. Um, And then, like, they don't sound like they're enjoying it so much. It's more like, "Mm, ah, and not like. And they also don't usually look like lesbians. Like, they're just straight women. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of porn is. It's just straight people, so. Yeah. Right. 
If they if they were actual real lesbians doing actual real lesbian sex, then I would watch that. But yeah. that's hard to find. No, I don't know any lesbian unless you're with someone who's in the idea of transitioning. Mm-hmm. I don't know any lesbian that's going to put a fake penis in their mouth and pretend to suck it. Right, that's gross. And that's in like majority of lesbian porn. Really? Yeah. That's, that's weird. It's such a pandering thing. Like yeah. it's so weird to me. So I don't, I'm not into it. But I don't know, gay porn is really fun to watch sometimes. I don't want to look you in the eye when I say it. But it is, it's, it's like that's a fun thing because they mm. seem to be into it more, you know what I mean? I mean, they're good actors. You can find some porns where they're actually gay in it, and you can tell, but most of them, they're straight. And I just find it weird that you like to listen to it. Like, every porno that I watch, I mute it because I cannot stand the sounds that go on in there. Yeah, I I at least turn it down really, really low. Yeah. No, I enjoy the sounds. But that's why it takes so long for me to find a, a porn because, like... It takes, like, I got to find something that seems a little bit more genuine or amateur mm-hmm. to, like, get into it versus, like, the high-quality, overproduced stuff where it just seems so fake or in pain or uncomfortable-sounding. Yeah. But, yeah, I get off by sounds more than I get off by, like... That's so weird. I, I just don't understand that. I, I, I don't know. Like, the sounds of sex just gross me out, but... I mean, I guess it's okay if like I'm actually doing it, but I don't want to like watch a video and, and hear that stuff. So. Oh man, like when I, <laughs> so another, <laughs> I should probably drink more. This will be easier to say, but I really like like, um, for the listeners in the audience wanting to know my sexual preferences. I really like um, like dirty talk and mm. like the different scenarios that they bring up in different porns, like. I really like them talking about it while they're having sex and not just be like, oh, step bro, you got me in this um, dishwasher. I don't, I can't get out. And then they don't talk about it for the rest of the time. Yeah. Like I want them to talk about it while they're doing it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. as an example. That's funny. Yeah. So. Yeah. I want more entertainment in, in my porn. Like if they're acting something out, I like, it, it always feels like over the top stupid mm-hmm. scenarios like I, I want it to be like more realistic and like, yeah, just like a real situation, you know. Like I like stepbrother stepsister porn, but like a lot of it is just so stupid. Yeah, it's like what, like why can't you just come up with like a realistic scenario? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think that they're hiring TV writers to make these pornos, so I don't feel like it'd be that hard. Just like. Don't be so stupid about it. Like, what would actually happen here? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think about real life and the time, you know, when I hook up with somebody or whatever, like, there's no there's no entertainment value to it. It's just like they come over and it's like, let's do it or whatever. So I feel like you have to add that cheesy entertainment stuff to, to make it work because real life is often boring and no, not fun to watch. Not only that, but these pornographic actors are so bad like they're the worst yeah. actors like i i just skip through the middle just because i don't want to listen to the banner at the beginning sometimes because it's just like step bro how are you doing today <laughs> oh i am doing so well thank you you know it's like ugh, yeah. get over that they're like, worse than uh like soap soap actors yeah oh man soap actors are actually like award-winning actors in comparison to these people for sure yeah 
and like a lot of times they're not even like very attractive that's what usually takes me such a long time to find a video for is like i'm not attracted to most of those people yeah that's so is that like straight porn that you're watching where they're not very attractive well yeah i like stepbrother stepsister porn and sometimes stepfather stepdaughter porn but that's hard to find a good one because those ones are usually like really inappropriate yeah (laughs) like like pedophile-ish yeah i don't like that creepy yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like in gay porn, like all the actors are super hot. So I've never really come across that many videos where I'm like, yeah, this guy's kind of ugly. Well, like a lot of the stepdads like are, yeah, really creepy looking. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want a creepy looking stepdad. I want like a really refined. But that's how they sell it. They have to be creepy looking like the way a dad would look or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're pandering to the middle-aged dad audience. Yeah. It's gross. I don't like it. It's, a, it's just a fantasy. Like, I feel like that's what a lot of porn is. It's just like, you know, there's so much porn that I've watched that I've got off to that I would never do in real life. Right, yeah. So, so I think that's just what it is. It's just pandering to the fantasies that you know you would never do in real life. Right, but I'm just saying, why can't they make stepfather, stepdaughter porn for lesbians, for, for 29-year-old lesbians to watch? Why does it have to be for middle-aged men? I'm going to go ahead and go to Braggers or uh, Brazzers. Fam- Brazzers or Family Ties and email them and let them know that's what they should pander to. I would appreciate that. Do you want like a stud-looking stepdaughter? Is that what you're looking for? Like a, like a gay stepdaughter? Yeah. I mean, not necessarily. Just like definitely someone who doesn't look like a child or acts like a child. I don't like that. Okay. Well, they definitely are pandering to a specific demographic. That's not you, for sure. Why can't it just be like an adult stepdaughter? You know what I mean? Like just coming home for the holidays. Yeah. Bringing her kids and her, you know, her husband and just. Yeah, that'd be interesting. She just wants to get to know her stepfather a little bit more. That'd be interesting to watch, yeah. See what her her mom likes about him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll write a porno just for you, Stacey. And see if it gets on Brazzers or Family Ties or whatever production companies will do that. That actually reminds me. Um, I don't think it's called Family Ties. I feel like I'm bringing up like a wholesome like. Yeah, I think sitcom. Family Ties is a TV show from like the 80s or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I feel like that's there is uh, porn uh, business called something close to that. Wasn't Michael J. Fox on Family Ties? <laughs> think so the i'm pretty TV sure that's show. the show that he was on <laughs> i was gonna s- i was gonna say though like sarah silverman was uh saying about how her favorite porn is just like a guy like d- like by himself doing something and uh and then someone actually made a porn it was like a guy just like jerking himself off and he uh like at one point was just like oh sarah silverman oh yeah that's cute yeah that made her happy. That's really nice. Yeah. Would you want a shout out in a porno? No. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of like creepy if a, if they said my name like, ugh. I guess unless it was like, yeah, I guess if it was like that where I was like, this is the porn that I would like and then they addressed me in it somehow because they made it for me, then I guess maybe. Yeah. <sighs> I really would hope that they would use my stage name because I would really feel insecure if they used my real name. Because like, you think that they would be talking about the famous actress? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's really nice. 
but are they talking about me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not even there in that situation, but I'd still be like, oh, they're not even thinking about me. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So, yeah, these are problematic situations. Should we stop talking about porn so much? I mean, we could change the subject. Like, Doesn't matter to me. Oh, boy. Welcome to Where's My Porn. Hey, look at that. It's on the computer. Uh, let's go ahead and watch that. <laughs> Where's My Porn, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Should we should we draw uh, maybe topics out of the hat? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And how about instead of waiting, we just like go around and yeah, just do it. We could just talk about a story about it or whatever. We don't have yeah, to come up with like whatever joke. comes to mind. Here, wait. Uh, we'll, we'll each. All right. Who wants to go first? Do we say what we got? Yeah. Uh, so mine says math. Okay. Do you have any thoughts about that? Math. Hmm. I was never really good at math in school. Uh, I was always much more of a uh, like history, social studies guy. Hmm. So I struggled in math and uh, trying to think of a good story from math class, but I can't. Like it was just always so hard for me. And I remember I had this one teacher uh, in high school, Mr. Walda, and he was such a dick to me. He would always get on my ass because I was the dumbest guy in <laughs> class. And it pissed me off so much. And I still think about that guy from time to time in my adult life. Like, that motherfucker, you affected me so much. But <sighs> math. I don't really have any good math stories. That's a weird topic. That actually reminded me of something. I also was very bad at math. Yeah. And um, it wasn't really related to the subject, but uh, one day when I was um, in geometry in high school, I think I was a freshman, I mm-hmm. um, I put my feet up on the chair in front of me because like, whoever's desk that was, they weren't there that day. Yeah. And uh, my math teacher, who like I really liked, he was a really cool guy, um, he told me to put my feet down mm-hmm. and I was like, um, why? And he was like, cause I said so. And I was like, well, I'm going to need a better reason than that. Jesus. And he was like, okay, well, how about I write you up? And I was like, oh, okay. And then I put my feet down. <laughs> That's all it took. I'll, I'll write you up. And you were just like, okay. Well, yeah, it was like for like detention or whatever. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to like actually get in trouble. I was just trying to fuck with my teacher, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I but get that. Yeah. I, I I respect that he asserted his authority. I feel like being a public school teacher would have to be so hard because you have to do that all the time. And I wasn't even a bad kid. Yeah. I was just like in a mood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> was it in high school? Yeah. Is that what, yeah. I feel like yeah, kids in high school are always in a mood, so you would have to constantly like, you know, wave your fists to make everyone behave all the time. So. Yeah. Definitely. Do you have anything to say about math? Not a single thing. Okay. And that's math. All right. All I can say about it, and this is going to sound so dumb, I can't count how many times I flunked math. Like, you had to retake it a lot? Yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. Hey, we're all bad at math. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. 
three for three? I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> really dumb math joke. Easter baskets is what I got. Oh. Um. Easter baskets. Um. You want me to come up with a joke about Easter baskets? Or just whatever. Um. I can't. Like. Growing up, I'd always get like an Easter basket from my dad. So like, I'd always get like things that were kind of cool. I always thought, like, Easter was kind of like Christmas in a way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there'd be, like, fun little presents in my Easter basket, for sure. I always forget that you were kind of a rich kid, too. Yeah. I always forget that. Like, yeah, post-divorce, I definitely got, like... Like, parents would fight for m- my love mm-hmm. through gifts, for awesome. sure. Yeah, yeah. I got cool stuff. That's so. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyways, uh, you're not supposed to take the microphone away from your face while we're recording. I'm not gonna defame my family. All right, whatever. Anyways, um, you know, uh, so I got like cool little gifts. I got cool little things, like interactive things. I was always into sports. Um, so I get like cool little like um, sport related things. I played soccer. I got like a little like basketball hoop um, at my dad's house and stuff. Because my mom always had to work Easter, so I'd always spend it there. And then we'd always do the Easter egg hunt. And I always had to like not be a good Easter egg hunter because I'm older than my siblings by a lot. But there was money involved, so I don't understand why I shouldn't have tried to get all the money I possibly could. Like, I get it. Get them all the candy, but I need the cash for sure. Like, I've got things to buy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't understand, like, my dad would get always so mad at the fact that I would, like, get all the eggs, but don't be putting five bucks in, like, 10 eggs and expect me not to try my hardest to get all that money. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for understanding how selfish I am in a reasonable manner. Because that's that's what it was like at my grandma's house. We would do this big Easter egg hunt and she would put like five, ten dollars in the big eggs. And like when I was, I don't know, like 10, 11 years old, I mean, I was out there getting them. Mm-hmm. So, cause like I wanted to buy video games and shit. So I wasn't letting my little cousins like get the eggs. Like yeah. you can get the small ones with the Reese's pieces and stuff in there. Like I get that, you know what you're saying, but I was going after those big eggs cause mm. yeah. it was Easter was like a payday for me. So, so what if I'm 16 and they're seven? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm getting those bitches. Yeah. I deserve that money. I worked hard for it all year long. Plus they're seven. So what do they even need money for? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What, are they going to buy more candy? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, there's Probably. plenty of candy out in the yard. Just go get it. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, my, my grandparents uh, would always uh, hide Easter baskets for me and my sister, like, in the house. I don't know, know if you said that or not. Did your dad hide your Easter baskets? Okay, yeah. Ours were always hidden, and so we had to, like, do, like, a, just a scavenger hunt just to find the basket. So that was always really fun. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, I didn't participate in too many Easter egg hunts as a child. I've never been very assertive, so it's, like, even if I participated, like, I, like, wouldn't have, like, beaten anyone to any eggs, you know? I might find a couple, but, like, it, I don't know. It, I, that just was never really something I was into. Same thing with dodgeball. I hated dodgeball. <laughs> but I, I was pretty good at it because I was good at dodging. I just never, like, threw any. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And then I would always like be like the last person standing, and then I would get out because you know someone would hit me with a ball because I was the only person there. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's typically how dodgeball works. So like the whole game was just terrifying until I was the last one left. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I I remember finding some eggs that had like like change in it, but not really any five dollar bills or anything like that. I don't know. We got to come from money. I mean. Well, my, I mean, my family was rich, but they weren't, like, just throwing their money around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So, I never understood, like, Easter baskets. Like, even as a kid. <clears throat> like, I understood what Easter was. Like, something to do with Jesus or whatever. I don't know. He rose from the dead? Yeah, probably. Something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, But, like, so, it's, like, bunnies. But what's the point of a basket? Like... I never, I never got it. So, because the bunny has a basket, and the he gives people stuff out of the basket. I think is the whole thing. It's a pagan ritual. I don't remember the exact. Um, I think it's Estar, and it had something to do with fertility. So the bunny, the rabbit, has always been a symbol of fertility. Because they'd be fucking what? Yeah. Mm. So it's really a pagan ritual that same with Christmas. It's a pagan holiday that was transferred into Christianity, so you they could indoctrinate pagans in Nordic places. Um, but I don't really know more specifics on that. I just I thought the same thing though. Like I don't I I, I grew up as I've said on this podcast before. I, I grew up not religious in any form. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea of celebrating Jesus with a bunny <laughs> made giving out eggs yeah. made no sense to yeah. me. It that- doesn't make sense to me, and I did grow up uh, not, like, Catholic, but, like, sort of Christian. Yeah. I, I know my family, they're religious, but they don't, mm-hmm. like, go to church or anything. But, like, the whole thing, like, Bunnies don't lay eggs. Like what? I, yeah, Easter was always so confusing they to don't, me. But do they? no, they no, don't. they're mammals. The only mammal that lays eggs is a. Oh, fuck. I feel like I know this. Platypus. Yeah, I was gonna say isn't it a platypus? I wanted to say porcupine so bad, but yeah, it's a platypus, native to Australia. How scary would that be? If they used platypuses for Easter. <laughs> I know. That would be scary because they also have venom. Oh. Yeah. They're an interesting creature. Okay. Yeah. But they're mammalian because they produce milk. Mammalian. Mm-hmm. Is that a real word? Mm-hmm. Mammalian. I've never heard that That's word crazy. before. Yeah, look it up. A mammal. A mammalian. They're like. I'm just going to take your word for it. Thanks. Yeah. Anyways. 
yeah, Easter is a very interesting time. It's a fun though. It was a I liked Good Friday because I got to have Friday off for school and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I never understood why um, we always watch like Passover, Passover um, cartoons around Easter, like about the Jews, uh, Jesus, not Jesus. You did Moses that like in school? No, not in school. Like like every Easter, like that fucking cartoon about Moses and how like Jews. The slaves of Jews were able to separate from Egypt. I don't remember the name of the cartoon, but it was on every Easter. Was on. I, I could not. Jews had slaves. Jews were slaves. Oh, yeah. And I've never heard of this cartoon, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god. Was it just like on TV or something? Always. It was always on like the Sci-Fi Channel or something. <laughs> Seems weird. I believe you. I'm looking it up. But it was like the story of Moses. And like it would start with him and the Reeves being brought up by the royal family of Egypt. And it would talk about how he found out that he was the product of slavery. And he was adopted. And then he was an outcast. And he had to live with the slaves. And the slaves had to... They wanted to... uh, They knew they were the chosen. So... Um, one time God talked to Moses and through a burning bush and um, one of the times that God talked to Moses, he said to put blood on the door of all of the chosen so the firstborn would not die in those houses. And the prince of Egypt didn't do that because he didn't listen to Moses and his Firstborn son was died, so he started a war with his the uh, the slaves, and then they went to. And this was a children's cartoon. It was a children's cartoon. It's a story in, I believe, it's also in the Bible, but it's a story in uh, the Torah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I just thought that was weird that it would play it every Easter. I think it's because Passover's yeah. around Easter. You know what else is in the Bible? It is also a children's book that I found very strange. And very disturbing as a child was the one about the guy who um, was ordered to murder his son. Yeah, it wasn't that like and Abraham. Then, yeah, the story yeah, of Abraham. Yeah, yeah, and then at the at the, at the last second, God was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he was like, "You told me to do this." And he was like, "Yeah, I was just testing you. Don't yeah. actually do it." Hey, that's how they played back then. That's pretty crazy. They took everything literally. I just it's weird that they made a children's book about it though. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your paper say? Teeth. Teeth? Teeth. These topics are very strange. Sorry. I I just write down whatever comes to mind. I gotcha. Uh I have really fucked up teeth and I heard something today that made me I think I should probably see a dentist sooner rather than later, which is that if you have a tooth issue and you don't take care of it, they can kill you just like instantly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that. And this one time, probably like 10 years ago, I had some type of infection in my jaw and my uh, aunt came over to like visit my mom. And she's a nurse and she's like, you need to get that checked out because if that gets into your bloodstream, like you'll die instantly. And mm. so ever since then, like, I go to the dentist all the time to make sure shit like that does not happen because it's terrifying. Yikes. 
Uh, quick segue back to what we were talking about earlier. Sure. The movie that I'm talking about is called The Prince of Egypt. Okay. I think I've heard of that before. Yeah. It was about the story of Moses. Anyways, back to teeth. Yeah. So I need to see a dentist like immediately. Do you have any tooth pain? Oh, yeah. You have tooth pain? All the time. Like, especially like there's like a tooth right back here. That's not good. I'm pretty sure I was a hole in it. That's a cavity. Yeah, like I can feel it with my tongue. Yeah. When was the last time you went to the dentist? High school. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How old you are you? Go to the dentist. Twenty nine. So it's been like twelve years. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I definitely recommend going to a dentist. Yeah, especially if you're having tooth pain, like that's abnormal, and you need to go to the dentist like tomorrow or something. Okay. I would I, mean, recommend. I, have, I have a lot going on tomorrow, and I'll probably wait till after Christmas. But I got gotcha. you. Hopefully, I don't die. I don't think you'll die. Like I've, I have. Uh, I don't know if I should talk about this on podcast. I have a rotting tooth. Like uh, there's a, a a root that's in here that needs to come out, and I've had that for about a year and a half, Ooh. and I'm not dead yet, but. I do have some significant uh, sinus issues because that's another thing that happens with tooth pain and tooth decay is that it affects your sinuses. So I recommend getting it done. But I wouldn't be worried about it for sure. Okay. (laughs) Because I've had that same problem for a while. I don't know. I feel like we both should probably be more worried about it. Yeah, I if I were in either of your positions, like I would be very concerned about that. Yeah, I mean, I plan on getting it done. I just I had to save the one tooth recently, so the the tooth that is decaying inside my gums wasn't nearly as important as fixing. Does it hurt? Mm, not anymore. Okay, that's not a good sign. Probably dead. Oh yeah, it's it's long gone. The only thing that's left is the roots for sure. But I don't want to. I'd like to get a false tooth um, to replace it, and it's just expensive. And I don't want my smile to be um, affected by just pulling out the roots. So I'm just leaving it there for now. Okay. Yeah, Brandon, if you could just cut that out, I greatly appreciate that. He's not going to. He doesn't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> While he edits, he doesn't listen to it. So you uh, have braces. I do have braces. Yeah, is that a new development? So I got them last November. Uh, um. So they're supposed to. It's a two-year plan. So originally they're supposed to come off this, not this November, like November of twenty-three. They're supposed to come off. Um. But I guess my teeth are moving faster or better than what they anticipated so they're thinking that the braces can come off in the summertime so that'll be nice yeah but yeah my teeth are looking pretty good i'm pretty happy with it are you gonna have a retainer afterwards for a while i don't know they they haven't gotten that far into my treatment plan but i assume because like everyone that has braces has to wear retainers afterwards or else your teeth will start to shift again so i assume i'll have to wear a retainer but i don't know yet so mm. I'll figure that out in time, I guess. But yeah, braces are braces suck. Have you guys ever had braces? 
No. Yeah. I like braces. I, they drive me crazy. I constantly get sores in my mouth from like my cheeks rubbing up against them, and mm. like they're just they're just a pain in the ass. So I I can't wait to get them off. But, but yeah, that's braces for you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I get shit stuck in there all the time. So it's really like spaghetti is the worst because they're the really thin noodles and they just get like tangled and wrapped up mm-hmm. in my. Uh, in the bands and stuff so yeah what were the things that they said that you need to avoid to eat anything or no um so like i'm not supposed to eat popcorn or like gummy candy or taffy apples uh i feel like that's about it like i can eat most things it's just those things that i'm not supposed to eat but i continue to eat gummy worms and gummy bears because they're so delicious but don't tell my orthodontist that but uh yeah uh there's not that many things i can't eat so it's because i don't have like hardware on the roof of my mouth or anything like that Mm -hmm. so it's it's really not that limiting on what i can eat so have you seen a dentist since you've had your braces no i'm when you have braces you're still supposed to go get cleanings like twice a year yeah and i haven't and so I'm a, I'm a little scared about going back to the dentist to get the cleanings because I know they're going to yell at me, and I just don't like being yelled at. So mm-hmm. I've been putting it off, but I need to go back. I just, I've always wondered if, like, when you go to a dentist while you have braces, if they ask you to if you've lost. Because that seems super, like, impractical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I yep. just can't imagine while, like, they're cleaning your teeth being like, oh, I've seen you haven't flossed recently. It's like, how can you? You've got stuff in the way. Yeah, they give you, like, my orthodontist gave me these little, like, plastic things to help with flossing. And you're supposed to floss, but it's just, it takes, like, a minute to do one little tooth. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't have 20 minutes to floss my teeth every day. So, yeah, I don't, I don't floss my teeth. I used to before I had braces, but it's just such a pain in the ass. And I'm like... Fuck it. It's only two years. Like, if I brush them really good and stuff like that, I'm sure that does does enough, but right. probably not. So, Have you ever thought about getting the, the water floss? The water pick? Yeah. I thought about it, but I'm just lazy. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't went and gotten it, so. Yeah, I definitely need to floss more than I do. I think I floss about as often as I clean my litter box, which is not enough. <laughs> How often do you clean your litter box? Um, when it needs it, when it like really needs it, and I remember to do it. Uh, no, I couldn't do that. Yeah, no. it's bad. But I mean, it doesn't like stink. I use really good litter. Well, maybe you're just like nose blind to it, so you don't notice when it stinks. Do you have any thoughts on that? You've been to my house. I mean, I'm. You probably also have it like in an you know, unattrusive area too, so you're not like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, it's in like the corner of my basement. Right. But you've been in my basement, does it stink? No, I don't think it does. Okay. But like the way your cat lets you know that you need to change your litter box, that's super gross. Yeah, sometimes she lets me know. (laughs) What'd she do? Like she'll just go in other places. Oh, I gotcha. I thought like you meant like she shits in your bed or something. Yeah. Ew. Okay, Ew. that's awful. That's disgusting. Yeah. I'm sorry. Have you ever thought about putting a, like a calendar on your phone? Like put like a notification in your calendar? 
in your phone to let you know, like, today's the day you need to change your litter box? No, but I should. I'm glad I can help. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, or you could just, like, do it every day. Yeah, you could scoop it out every day or every other day. Mm-hmm. Like, you should think about your litter box as often as you shower. And as often That's as a good I idea. floss. Not as often as you floss. No, I mean, I should think about flossing, flossing as often as I shower. Yeah, you should just have floss in the shower just so you can do it while you're in the shower and then brush your teeth afterwards. I don't like people who brush their teeth in the shower. I think Yeah, that's disgusting. always been weird to me. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it a couple of times. Mm. It makes sense. There's water right there. I have a hard time brushing my teeth with my shirt on. What? Because like this drool and stuff like that mm-hmm. will just hit my body. Sometimes. You don't like lean over the the sink? Like not all not the entire time. That's obnoxious. So like sometimes I'll like go do something and then I come back and then some of the drool goes onto my shirt and I'm like, fuck, I gotta change my shirt now. <laughs> okay. So, so that happens quite often. So sometimes most of the time, when I brush my teeth, it's with my shirt off. Interesting. Yeah. So shower brushing makes sense to me, but that's because I'm fat, so I, I don't want all that to go on. Your boobies. Yeah, and other things. I just feel like your boobs would be the first thing it goes it on. It is the first. It's like it's. I don't even wear white shirts because, like, if I eat and something like falls, yeah. it's gonna be on the first thing everybody sees. Yeah. So, as a gay man, do you like boobs? No, not at all. Not a boob dude. Hmm. I know some gay men that like like to touch them and stuff or play with them or whatever, and I'm like, I don't get that. Like, no, there's nothing. There's nothing there for me. Like I don't want to touch them. You can keep them to yourself. It's fine. Like you don't I like you don't stare at boobs. No, not at all. Fascinating. No, I've always enjoyed looking at them more than actually touching them. Like touching them is just kind of more for the other person. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel? No, that sounds accurate for you for sure. What about like? But like, how do you feel about? How, how what you like about boobs? What do I like about boobs? <laughs> yeah, I like they exist. You know, they're nice. They're nice to stare at. It's nice to touch a boob every once in a while. You know, okay. a titty tap is kind of nice. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot there. I I appreciate a good boob, for okay. sure. Right. <laughs> and I'm happy to like. You know. <laughs> touch and feel and all that fun stuff. Yeah, like I'm happy to do it. It's just like I don't know. So a guy told me once that um, when he sees something beautiful he likes to come on it. That's super weird. (sighs) That sounds like a really guy thing to say. It does. He's just like it's not like anything crazy. He's just I like to come on things that are beautiful, like that's, flowers. That's why he likes to come on got women's faces, mm-hmm. specifically mine at that time. That might have been just an argument oh. to be able to come on my face. But when I heard him say that, that made sense to me in a little bit, just a little bit. 
because I like to um, do something similar. Which is just something similar. Have you done it to me? Yes. And you appreciated it. I'm very interested to know what this is. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I don't know what you're talking about either. I like to... Uh, so if there's something um, beautiful, I like to kiss what's beautiful. Oh, okay. So like a good set of boobs, I do like to kiss. Okay. <laughs> kind of disappointing. I was hoping you were going to say I like to shit on things that I find beautiful. <laughs> and then, if I, like, I did it to you, Stacey, that, and you really she, appreciated it. That she shits on my face, and that's something that we do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Were you worried? No, I just had no idea what you were talking about. Oh. I was like, what is your equivalent to coming on something? Yeah. Okay. Shitting on them, for sure. I don't think I could shit on anything beautiful. That seems quite... Unless it's like metaphorically. Mm -hmm. And that's just because I'm jealous because I couldn't make something as beautiful as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I can only shit in a toilet, so... It would be very hard for me to shit on something that wasn't a toilet. I totally agree with you. Like, okay, so pee fetish and shit fetish. Mm -hmm. Like, if I was with somebody who had that fetish and they just wanted me to pee on them or whatever, I could never, ever do. Because I don't even like peeing in a cup. Yeah. So how could I do that on a human being? I don't know. I don't know how people do it. It's very common in the gay world, and I'm just like, absolutely not. I am not going to participate in this at all it's so disgusting there was a woman who i was involved with who uh asked me to pee in her mouth once um but the only reason that i didn't do it was because we were in a parking lot surrounded by a bunch of other male comedians okay that's a good reason um and so i'm not even sure if she was joking or not because i didn't even like check yeah Oh my goodness. You should have done it. You should have. I thought about it, but then I was like, mm, this seems a little too far. Oh man. Yeah, that's that's very far. That's Because yeah. she got me to do a lot of other things that I probably shouldn't have done mm. in public <laughs> in front of other male comedians. So. Have you ever been a part of a bit and you realize it went way too far than it should have? I mean, maybe. I don't think so. Like, can you give an example? No. <laughs> no. Have you? Yes. Okay, well then what was that scenario? I have no clue. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious if you guys ever had that situation where you're like, oh, okay, this bit is no longer a bit anymore. This is a problem. Oh, you know what? I used to always tell my aunt that she had a big fat ass, and at first it was funny, and then finally she was like, I really don't appreciate that. You're making me self-conscious, and that's really mean. And yeah. I was like, your ass is normal size. I was just joking. Yeah, that's a good example, for yeah. sure. I don't think that I've ever been in a situation where that's happened to me, so... I'm boring. What can I say? Have you ever tried to say something in a joking manner, but like it was taken out of context and it seemed like you were serious? To you yeah. all the time. Uh, 
Logan, you have an example? Uh, so, uh, back when I was in college, I made a girl cry in math class uh, because uh, we were assigned, like, we had a test coming up or some project or whatever, and the teacher was like, the person sitting next to you, like, you can work together or share notes or whatever and use them on the test. And so I turned to the girl next to me, and I forget what I said. It was something like, don't fuck this up or whatever, or something like that, like, in jest, like, you know, something like that. And she, like, took it extremely wrong, and she just started, like, bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, what did I do? And so I, like, you know, it was at the end of the class, so I left the classroom, but I had to talk to the professor and I guess she went up to the professor and just started complaining about me. And I'm like, it was just a joke. I wasn't, I didn't mean anything by it. Uh, but yeah. Wait, so. what was it that you said to her? I'm sorry, I stopped listening for a I second. Can't, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was like, don't fuck this up or like be prepared or something mm-hmm. like that. It was a joke. Like, obviously I know you're not gonna fuck this up or not be prepared. Um, but she took it like literally like I was calling her dumb or something and yeah, she, uh, started to cry. So that was fun. That's crazy that you've made a woman cry and you didn't sleep with her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good at making women cry. What can I say? It's one of my talents. Mine too. Yeah. I bet. (laughs) What about you? You, okay. So you said about your bit, I guess I should say my bit. I had another thing I was going to say, but you can go first. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it's very common for me to do like, like act angry when I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like I'm so like ambivalent to everything around me. Yeah. So like I don't care about most stuff, but I'll act like I care just, just because I think it's funny. So I'll, like I'll throw something on the ground or something, mm-hmm. but if people don't know me when I do that, they take it the wrong way. So I've had someone like at work, someone's gone to HR on me because like I threw something on the ground and be like, no, I can't do this. I'm done for the day. I quit. This was the straw. And like they took it as like serious and they thought it was a hostile work environment. Oh, when really I was just like, yeah, I'll do it. It's a very simple task. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, literally, they just asked me if I could just take this one thing to this one person five minute, five feet away because they're busy with something. Mm-hmm. And I'll just take that and I'll throw it on the ground and be like, I'm done for the day. And then they take it seriously, so. Whatever. Did it break? No. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, I was just gonna say one time when I worked at Michael's in the framing department, uh, I had this manager, his name was Perry, and he was like my age, uh, like early 20s. Mm-hmm. And um, and we were talking about coffee, and he said that he can't drink coffee because it makes his tummy hurt. And I called him a pussy. And then he like just started going off on me, and he was all upset. And I was like, I was just joking. Yeah. And, uh, and he was like, no, it's not you. I was already upset. I don't know. It was it was a weird moment. People suck sometimes, you know. Man, I love when grown men act angry. It gets me. It gets my jollies all going, because it's like, uh, especially when they start throwing stuff. Because mm-hmm. I just look at them as like a three year old. 
So like if a guy starts being like, I can't believe you fucking said this, this and that. And they start throwing stuff. I can't help but being like, I'm sorry, little Timmy. Are you okay? Do you want me to get you some crackers and milk to calm you down? And like it gets, it just, it really gets them mad. But at the same time, how can I take you seriously if you can't control your anger? Yeah, pretty funny. Or control your emotions. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, the other night, uh, we were, uh, you were, you were there. Mm -hmm. Um, we were all sitting around, and um, uh. I like we were gonna run through the script again. Yeah. But I think maybe you had left at this point. I'm not sure if you were actually there or not when this happened, but um I was like, So what are we doing now? And Lynette was like, We're just hanging out and I was like, oh, I don't care about any of these people. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and wow. uh, obviously like that was a joke, but yeah. I was like kind of trying to also get a point across that I was like tired and didn't really want to be in that situation and everyone's like kind of in my relaxing space yeah um which like i could just go to the basement which is like my secondary location mm -hmm. but i prefer the living room that's strange yeah. but i did end up going to the basement and i watched an episode of dawson's creek and then when that was over everyone left and then i was able to go upstairs well that's good at least i mean yeah but I, I, Isaiah was offended that I said I don't care yeah. about any of you people. Well, obviously it was a joke. It's all your friends there, so. Yeah. But. <laughs> but I was just tired. <laughs> yeah. I get you. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. Um. What time do you have to get home? Pretty soon. Um. I'm actually very tired right now. Okay. So. What What's the time frame? Uh. I'm bad at this. Like maybe ten more minutes. Ten more minutes. What's your time frame? I don't have one. I was just trying to be nice. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking, should we play a fuck Mary Kill or no? Oh sure, let's do that and then probably okay call it. Okay. Yeah. Um, does anybody have a fuck Mary Kill in mind? Like I said earlier, I was trying to think about U.S. presidents fuck Mary Kill, but mm. it didn't seem that entertaining so i didn't think about it that much you know I'll, i think I've we did i think we did do bush obama and clinton we did we'll do later ones do you know any later ones y or do you mean earlier ones yeah, earlier ones earlier. i'm sorry uh, i don't i mean lincoln washington um jefferson that was a black man right yeah he made a lot of black men for sure it was a joke because he was black in Hamilton. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought you meant George Jefferson, like from the TV show in the 70s or 80s or whatever it was. That'd be funny if Like, that's moving right. on up. Hmm. Shit, I don't know. We could do those three, Lincoln, Washington, and Jefferson. Do you I, know of Jefferson? No, I don't. Let's not do presidents. Let's do something okay. else. Yeah, that's fine. Before we get there, how many presidents do you know? I know a lot of them. Uh, I couldn't name like sequentially from first to now, but I know quite a quite a number of them. I know more than I let on, but which ones do you know? They're not like at the forefront of my mind. Um, Truman, Buchanan. Um, that's it. <laughs> hey, that's. <laughs> 
you know, Buchanan, probably a lot of people don't know that one. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. For sure. I only know because I had to do like a research project about him. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Well, all right. Can we do, um, should we do uh, famous actors that were models? Okay. Yeah. Do so you know like any? <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, Mark Wahlberg, and um, Tom Harding. I'm going to have to look up uh, two of those. Tom Hardy? Harding. Harding. I think that's a different guy. What was your dream about about Mark Wahlberg again? Oh, I had a dream that I was at a bar and I met Mark Wahlberg and the whole time uh, that we were hanging out, he just wanted to talk to me and I did, all I wanted to do was just pretend like I didn't know who he was the entire time. And uh, so I would say things like, well, what's your name again? Mark. All right, Matt, that's nice to meet you. So where are you from? Uh, what do you do? And stuff like that. And um, like all the women that were there, because I had like his attention, all the women that were there wanted to like do sexual things with me so they could get his attention. And he was just like really put off by it. But uh, yeah, which was a weird dream. Yeah. So, what was the third one? Tom Harding. Tom Harding. Yeah, it okay. auto corrects it to Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's what I kept getting was Tom Hardy. Well, try Tom Hardy, but I thought it was Tom Harding. Maybe I'm confusing presidents. Confusing with president. <laughs> no, it's Tom Hardy. This guy. Yeah. Okay. God damn it! I thought it was Harding. I well, I already have mine, so I guess I'll go. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess I'll fuck Tom Hardy because he's attractive for a guy, I guess. Uh, I'm going to kill uh, Mark Wahlberg because he is not attractive for any type of human. Uh, and then also I am going to marry Ashton Kutcher because I actually know who Ashton Kutcher is. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say uh, <clears throat> I would probably kill Ashton Kutcher because his whole thing, like, about what does he do, like, sex trafficking stuff, like, what? advocates, like, on behalf of, like, we need to end this and stop oh, this. Okay. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a twinge to it that I feel like it's fake or something. Like, maybe he's involved in it somehow, and that's why he's so, like, proactive to stop it. Mm. So there's something suspicious for me going on with him. Mm. So I would definitely off that dude. No problem. I don't. I mean, you could be right, but I think he seems like a decent guy. I, I mean, more I than likely, yeah. But that's just that. my crazy head thinking about things too much. But okay, so I would kill him. I would probably marry Tom Hardy because he's English and got a thing for the English oh, people. He's English. That changes everything. Yeah. Okay, if he was American, not uh, not good looking at all. But if he's English, then sure. Yeah, his accent like sells it for me. So I would definitely marry oh, wait, that. No, I was thinking Mark Wahlberg. I'm sorry, I fucked the guy you just said. So I'm fine with my decision. Yeah, Never mind. and then I would probably just fuck Mark Wahlberg because apparently he has a very big penis. So mm. yeah, that'd be fun to play with. That's more of a reason for me not to. Yeah, okay. makes sense. You're a lesbian. Yeah. I don't like it too big if there is going to be a penis involved. So, 
Huh. Well, so you would marry Tom Hardy or mm-hmm. you would marry Ashton? Sorry. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah, Just for Ashton. the accent. Yeah, I feel like he has really good stories and I would just want to be around him a lot. He's sober. That's true. Yeah. Nice. So you guys could canoodle on sobriety and whatnot. Uh, I I hate people like that. I can't like no. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. Um, I guess mine would be. Um, I would probably kill off Marky Mark. Because he's been known to be a jerky jerk. <laughs> um, like he like beat up an Asian man oh, no. in his teens or whatever. Oh. And um you know, right after nine eleven, like he went on interviews with people talking about how he could have been on one of the planes and shit. Which made me really feel like he was just trying to make nine eleven about him. Yeah. Yeah. So that really made me feel uncomfortable. So I- I'd probably kill him off. Yeah. He just seems like a selfish person. Um but Marky Mark, if you're listening, like um I don't would not actually kill you. It's just this scenario. Um and then uh Ashton. Ashton he seems like just a cool dude to hang with. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he plays pranks on people. Yeah. Um and he just seems like a well-rounded individual. Not too bright. So even more of a reason for me to marry him. Because mm. I don't need a too super bright guy. You yeah. know what I mean? I just need him there. You don't want him to be outsmarting you all the time. You got to be the alpha in the relationship. Yeah. You're the second guest to ask me this. And no, I don't need to be the alpha. Okay. Because I'm not that smart myself. I just don't need someone that's like super smart. Yeah. Trying to dumb it down for me all the time. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Because I don't need things dumbed down. Like, I will figure it out if Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Just talk to me like an individual. Yeah. Don't act like you're smarter than me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I like to be the alpha on occasion. Um, And then... uh, with Tom, Tommy. <sighs> yeah, I'd probably just sleep with him. Like, I'd marry Ashton, just sleep with Tommy because, uh, like, like, that's all he's going to be good for. Like, a couple nice little accent. Talk to me with yeah. your accent while we're at it. Just have a good old time. Go about your business. I'll go about mine. Nice little story for myself. I'll make you some tea afterwards. It'll be a good time. It's fair. Yeah. Definitely. So Mary Ashton. Kill Marky Mark. Fuck Tommy. Cool. Would you uh would you ever role play oh wait. It has been ten minutes. Should we give it a give it a break? What was your? What were you gonna ask? Yeah, just ask it real quick. Role play is all I was gonna ask. Have you ever done into role play? I'm not no. a good actor. No, I've never been asked to do role play, mm-hmm. and I don't think that I would really like be into it. Like if I like pretend to be a teacher or something, like I would just feel awkward. 
or whatever. Like I couldn't I couldn't get into it. So yeah. yeah. Um just like performing well sexually in general is already like I have to make sure to like be good yeah. at it. So then adding acting to that on top of it, that'd be really scary and difficult and that'd be just way too nervous. Well it doesn't have to be good acting. We've seen plenty of porns. Okay. Well, I'll keep I'm, that in mind. I'm not saying true. for me. I'm just saying like in general, role playing doesn't have to be like Oscar winning performances. You but know? like for you it would have to be. I'm not saying that would be the case. Okay. And uh that's all I had to ask. So Hey Logan. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I was so boring. But you are not boring. I feel like I was asking super boring questions. No, I, I think you were fine. <laughs> we talked about porn the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Majority of the time, for sure. Hey, now people know about our porn selections, so. Yeah, hopefully people will send us porn ideas for us to get into. Yeah. Maybe not. shout us out <laughs> in a porn video. That'd be fun. Or, okay, we're not. That'd be fun. Anyways, but yes, thank you. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Nope. You don't have an Instagram, Facebook, anything? Oh, yeah. I do have an Instagram. It is uh, L Hole Comedy. L Hole? Yeah. Oh, like Logan Holcomb. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's funny. Yeah. So it's kind of like A Hole, but L Hole. And it, also, my name is Logan Holcomb. So. Is it H O L E? Yeah. Yeah. Just like Hole. So that's my, uh, that's funny. It's my Instagram. But, any, uh, any TikToks or anything? Mm-hmm. Like? I don't really like make videos or anything like that. Uh, I probably should, but I can't like ever think of creative things to make videos about. So, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I don't know I'm boring. What can I say? I'm the I get it. Like I'm the I'm very similar. Lately, I've just been like, let's try just putting my stand up up and yeah. see what comes out of it. But yeah, do you have any shows coming up? Nothing that I'm booked on, just Summit City Comedy Club, the open mics, Wednesday nights. That's it, you know? So, I don't get booked on anything. Not yet, at least, so. Well, you should. You're you're good at stand-up. Well, I appreciate it, but it'll it'll come one day when when I'm ready, so. Stacey, am I good at stand-up? You're a lot newer than Logan. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But that didn't answer the question in the slightest. Yeah, I think you're good. I just think that you're still really new. So you're not at a point yet where I'm going to be like, you need to be, you know, booked on a show. Like, I'm not, like, if someone asked me, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it'll, you know, you won't regret it at all. Like, I just, I couldn't do that yet. Thanks, Stacey. Yeah. But you're good. You're doing very well. Thank, thank you, Stacey. Thank you're you. Welcome. Thank you for your very honest opinion. I try to be honest. That was kind of lengthy. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, that was an awkward way to end this, but <laughs> it was. fuck it. So, L-hole. <laughs> yeah. L-hole comedy or just L-hole? L-hole comedy. L-hole comedy. Just one word, yeah. Look him up. He's really funny. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for ha- for coming. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. And Yeah, no problem. Like I said, I felt like I was boring and awkward, so 
this may not be the most entertaining podcast episode to listen to. It's not Isaiah's episode, but you know, hey, we did we did it. So, did you listen to Isaiah's episode? Was what? Isaiah's in- episode entertaining? A little bit, yeah, because he's so all over the place and stuff. And I don't know, I I just found it a little entertaining. But okay, yeah, Isaiah is fucking hilarious. Okay, so are you, Logan? I think you're really funny. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, you too. Thank you, Logan. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. What about me? You're very funny, Stacy, too. You're very funny, Stacy. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Positive note to end on. Definitely. Do we want to say any affirmations while we're here? <laughs> uh, I feel like we all just did. Yeah. I feel like we just did. I really got to pee. All right. Okay. <laughs> so. And that's a wrap. Thank you, guys. Bye.